Okay, we're, we're on now. Welcome back to newly named Knight Rider, an unknown OG, OG unknown, OG ghost presents recreational recovery and relapses. Starring your own Knight Rider. And then there's me, newly named OG, OG. unknown. OG unknown, exactly, there we go. He can't rap. But no, I can't. He's old. I am a little gangster. Not really gangster. My brother did call me an OG like a year ago. Old grinding made me feel nobody. <laughs> no OG unknown. Exactly, an old nobody who's <laughs> almost used to be somebody. Having a recreational recovery, and that's how we put. That's how we put recovery is recreational. Because we know it's not going to last forever. Just bounce on to the next relapse and just not allow you know, you to have the, our worlds and lives completely, totally collapse. Yeah, if you take things too seriously, it's not going to work. You know, like, I'm not one of, the re, one of these rehab people. Because I don't want to quit forever. I, because to me, that's trying to set myself up for failure. Right now, I'm fucking... Seven days clean, I think. Well, roughly. Roughly. That's a rough estimate. Um, the 23rd was the last day I actually got high. Um, I have done a few minor things as far as... 24th, you could definitely not say you're clean. Well, it's like I said in another podcast... If I was still sick, even though I did something, did I use or not? Yes. Okay. Well, with the, then, uh, then you have six days. <coughs> Five. <laughs> no, six. You're right, six. No, two. I mean, I did shoot a wash like a day after that, but... I'm not counting those, um, Yeah, so. I'm not counting that either. Um, yeah, anyway, it's the longest I've been in, like, a year. So. Ah, cheerios! Cheerio! You know, that was me clapping for myself. Fuck you. Hey, no! I was giving you verbal applause. Well, yeah, no, I was, uh, was talking to people. Oh, well, don't say fuck them. They have right. nothing to do with that. They're not there. We love you. Um, we do, and also... OG Grumpy, also. Um, <laughs> I just put this on Reddit. OGG. So you Redditors that are checking this out, hey, thanks. Um... Let me know if there's any sort of topic you want to discuss, or because we'll get off topic. Like that's that. for sure. Oh yeah, you know we may we we, we loosely get a few ideas. We get a few ideas going that we're going to talk about, and then however long that takes is how long the podcast is. Generally, it's been twenty ideas minutes. that we should come up with ideas for topics. Yeah, no, we need we need to get a little better about structure and planning, but you know we're still new to this and. We figure the best way to do it is just throw ourselves in there, or else we just procrastinate and procrastinate. Exactly. And eventually, we would talk ourselves into a podcast. Yeah. Or you know. a night writer at OG Unknown. I mean, if this could take a year to develop a fucking re- re- listenership, <laughs> then I'm okay with that because I'm not just doing this for me or for you. I'm doing this for me too. This is a form of therapy for me to where I can talk about whatever's on my mind. And people will listen. Maybe not a lot. <laughs> so, um, 
So I guess that's the intro of this episode. <laughs> um, Welcome. A few things we'll talk about. You know, I mean, fucking playoffs start tomorrow. Um, I think we're both rooting for Golden State. Definitely rooting for Golden State. Fuck LeBron. Um, LeBron, I hope you listen to this. Fuck I got you. love for you, LeBron. Um, we're going to go see Dead and Company at, in Cincinnati Monday. on Monday. Yeah, so today has turned into a better... Today has been an interesting day, comparatively. I did actually get the two and a half, three hours of sleep, maybe. Yeah. Starting from like nine to like noonish. No, one. 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 You would have slept longer if dumb bitch wouldn't have knocked on my damn door. I was wondering what that was all about. Uh, can I use your phone? What? What? Oh, she went on a trip and supposedly got fucking at me. Held up or mugged in Panama City. Like the lady who was across the street? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, across the hall. Same that's what I meant. Yeah. Crazy lady across the hall. We did today, we did uh, check out um, <laughs> the local open air drug market. There was no one out. It was a little bit of a rainy day. However, did get some promising views. You know, standard southern boarded up style neighborhood. You know, people's entire world of possessions on the front porch from eviction. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, definitely low income, high drug intake area. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, we, we went there more for educational purposes than to actually get anything. Oh, yeah, we research. We research. Um, however, like, may go back there and try it, try for real. But it would have to be sunny or nighttime, not rainy at three in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't that rainy when we went. No, but the rain had probably pushed people indoors yeah. because oh, it yeah. had rained before then. Yeah. We did get one head nod from some dude, but it wasn't actually to us. <laughs> and I drove around the corner and waited, and he did not come. <laughs> we didn't really wait. No, As we, we were turning, we realized that we just got a little... We got caught in the crossfire of a, of a friendly hello. <laughs> he did look like a drug dealer, though. Oh, absolutely. I mean... He had something in his pocket. Yeah. Um, just at this point, you know, with the cold cop scene, gotta be super safe. You know, a junkie will rob you for 20 bucks. Yeah. Especially before they'll rob you for 100. Yeah, we were talking about the day. And, you know, 20 bucks, they can't really pinch your bag. So they generally just don't come back. Yeah, so if you're only buying a 20 bill, you got to find a dude who's got it in his pocket. Yeah. Or one that'll come back or take yeah. you in the house. Exactly. I mean, we could actually come up with a whole user guideline of cold cop rules. <laughs> if you want that, let me know. <laughs> I'm open to it. Uh, on Anchor, you can uh, send us a voice message. Yeah, I just found that out today. First time I went on the site. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, t- I told him he should probably subscribe to his own fucking podcast. I told him that like a week ago. Yeah, it's been interesting. Kind of zony. He's been watching me just be miserable. Hey, could be worse. Um. Hey, man, I'm fucking half surprised I haven't turned around and turned it back home.
But we got like two weeks of activities planned now. Yeah. Lots of activities. Lots more room for activities. I just wanted him to get clean first. At least get past the sickness part. Like, yeah. like if I fucking start using again Monday, I'm not going to go back straight to every day. Yeah. You know, like, it got a little got a little out of hand there on that last run. Pros, money prospects were a little looking drab. Things turned around. But his arrival date was very up and down as well. Well, and so I just spent $1,000 to get my license back. Yeah. No, you did everything to get out here. It's just hard to tell people specifics. Yeah, I mean, so it we're... was a day-to-day battle for like two weeks. Oh, for sure. Especially when you're like as deep as I was with that high of a tolerance. Fucking, you don't have subs. Life just sucks. You can't find your last Xanax. <laughs> and then someone calls you and tells you that they'll sell you. Oh my god! Only to tell you later, an hour later, two hours oh later, that god. you gotta buy three times the amount that you were going to in order for him to even sell you bars. Speaking okay. of which, did he get back to you saying that no, he said I would want him tomorrow? I, oh wait, yeah. No, I sent him a text. I'm waiting on it. Okay. Because bars, really, I mean, I can kick anything as long as I got bars. Businesses are the worst. Um, I did feel today my body possibly start to be in a sort of a... That pre-day before benzo withdrawal feeling. Where you get those like warm waves. When's the last time you took some? Yesterday? Um, Monday? Yesterday morning? Yeah. Because it does stay in your system, obviously, longer than... Two to three days, half-life. you start losing your fucking mind. But I, but I went from eating multiple bars a day no, to I eating know. fucking like half a bar, quarter bar. I have three quarters of a bar in my keychain and sitting everything I have to not even touch it. Uh, I sniffed part of an Adderall just because. Uh, we'll just leave the other part. <laughs> I mean, however, the Adderall did help me get out of the house. Yeah, no. I'm That's glad. what I did it for kind of ironic. I normally always want Adderall and can't, don't have it. Yeah. Now I just have only Adderall. That's really weird. It's a little, little backwards. Yeah. For, so my, for my normal uh, for our general menu. Not yes. really upper guys. Do you like... Uh, I like smoke crack. Yeah. Like I like speedballs. Yeah. Speedballs is my favorite thing in the world. Swimming uh, in speedos. Um, but still, not your typical every weekend or every other day cokehead. No, I not too, in the speed. I go through phases, but for the most part, I don't do coke that much. No. We don't drink. Yeah, I def I I haven't had a drink since last summer. I sporadically drink. But to the point where I still can say that I really, really don't drink. Well, and I mainly don't drink because I like to be high on drugs versus oh, high on yeah. alcohol. Absolutely. I, that's what heroin has always been there for me. <laughs> and if you eat benzos and are on opiates, that first beer just makes your whole fucking oh, mind different. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a different Sometimes drug at I don't, that I don't even like getting high on anything. Um, no. Even marijuana. Herb. If I'm going to... Do the beauty. 
devil. It is the devil. Dancing with the devil. Um, it is the devil. Um, Pale moonlight. It will become your greatest master mistress. We'll make you sell your clothes. Your best friend and worst enemy. Best friend and worst enemy all at one time. Um, You're experiencing absolute joy and absolute depression. All within a 12 hour period. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Um, and see, after I go this weekend, which I probably will go part of the weekend at least without doing drugs is I've gotten through being sick like right now I'm not really sick I'm a little ben getting benzo sick but that's different and hopefully I'll get benzos tomorrow and um, it's really just Keeping that and maintaining that habit and keeping yourself not with a stomachache. Because that first symptom is going to be fucking a stomachache. Sweats and a stomachache. Sweats. It's how, yeah. how I wake up almost. It's how I used to wake up every day. I, I still don't understand, man. I never really got nauseous. Really? Yeah, and I have had massive heroin. Yeah. Never thrown up. I, yeah, see, I don't think I've ever really thrown up, but I definitely have had The nauseous. worst was this, like, when I moved here, I mean, I was, I went from doing an eight ball, literally jumping on an airplane, to nothing. That was hardcore. Like, you think this has been hard? Fuck. Shit. I didn't have benzos. I didn't have, you know, I had to wait 24 hours before I could take a sub. I only had three subs. The first one did not work. No. Not at all. My head was that bad. <laughs> so, interesting thing about subs. So, you know how opiates have the chemical hooks? And how Suboxone erases that opiate hook with a new opiate hook of its own? Um, well, there's a new study on addiction showing that the chemical dependence is more in our head than actually chemically positive. Yeah. Um, and we're conditioned to get sick. So even if we psychosomatically get sick, that's why not everyone gets sick. Yeah. Most people do because we're conditioned that after three days we're going to get sick. Yeah. But they're saying the key to it all now of avoiding addiction with alcohol, eating, self-harm, whatever, you know. Um, is be a more open person. You know, accept people into your life. Put yourself in other people's lives. Make Human yourself interaction. Exactly. Too yeah. much on our phones, internet, computers, video games, yeah, talk TV. To, talk to people. Friends. In person, not just text them. Call yeah. them. You know, because the more of those connections you have open... And if you're and, like me, dude, you can go to bars and enjoy people. Yeah. Um, if I got benzos, I can talk to strangers all fucking day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I watched uh, a couple TED Talks about that last night. Um, about the clin clinicians and addiction specialists talking about how the studies changed. Because the original study was done on a rat with two water bottles. Yeah. 
One with the cooker heroin in it, and one with just water. When there was no stimuli, always went back to the drug water. Then when they made a big cage called Ratland that had other rats and tubes and rat games. Literally heaven, rat paradise. They hardly ever went to the drug water. And when they did, they didn't consistently do it. They would do it once a week. Yeah. Which shows that they were getting more stimuli, so they didn't need to retrain your brain into. Basically, what it does is, you know, we're releasing dopamines, and the dopamine uh, um, your brain, you know, obviously starts using the heroin to be able to uh, emit dopamine, and uh, that controls not only just euphoria, but motivation. General mind function. General mind function, so once you're just hooked on something, then, you know, it's, you know, it's easy to make those bad short-term decisions that have, you know, no really reward. Uh, say, you know, like the guy that did the study uh, was his kids, the mints. Uh, we obviously, it's Convention of Dangerous Ideas 2016. The, I don't think I know what you're talking about. Well, the, what you're talking about is all based on. Oh yeah, the new, the new studies they've been yeah. doing after, after the hundred because it's basically been exactly a hundred years since we first started doing addiction, yeah. um, pharmacology, and the one reporter he does a good job, Johan. Just about how we approach addiction and addicts and of course addict shame. Because if you look at rehab centers. 90% of them are fucking... The relapse is going to happen in the first year fucking 90% of the time. You know, Hazleton is one of the most expensive rehabs in the country, and it has a 7% success rate after after a first, after the first year. It's not good, people. 7%. means 93% of you are going to relapse. It's okay. Yeah, don't kill yourself. Don't beat yourself up over a relapse. It happens. I went seven years clean once. Yeah, I went 23, seven, that's funny. Yeah, I went like, I was like six or seven years clean. And then... Then I had like a mini relapse. Yeah, no, I had a mini one. I went back to the off and on for like a year. That's exactly... Stopped like for six months. See, I started with, I started back up with just pills. Yeah, me too. With just 30s. 30s and Dillies with um, me. Yeah, and then yeah, Opanas. 30s and Dillies, yeah, you're right. 30 pan- 30s, um, Dillies, and Opanas with me. Well, because, I mean, you met me when I first moved back to Colorado. Yeah. Um, and that was... I had relapsed a little bit that summer. But for the most part, my relapse happened in Fort Collins. I mean, I... I guess, I, you know, I mean, I did drugs. Well, once Shady and I started hanging out for the second time, so we had a falling out, uh, that's when I really... Honestly, it was El Chapo. When I was doing business with El Chapo... Not like Chapo Guzman, this is just like our guy that we called El Chapo. Yeah. I mean, it was so hard not to. Yeah, I mean, you give him a hundred bucks, he'd give you a ball. Yeah. 
Like, he was this old Serenio who fucking ended up getting put back in the pen. Yeah. But he would drive around with keys and keys and keys on him. Yeah. I, I fucking... It's crazy. He would just bring me more than I ordered, and it was just dirt fucking He wouldn't cheap. weigh it. He would just, like, break yeah. big chunks off. And One time, he came into my buddy's house to just drop five keys on the coffee table, and that's when I got him as a hook hook. Because it was uh, around wavy crazy. Yep. And that's it. That's it. That's what I. That's the. I remember when that happened. Yeah. I wasn't there, but I remember you telling me about and it. Wavy crazy. He was being crazy in front of him. I'm like, dude, you just need to chill the fuck out. You Is know? that who you met him through? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And he liked how I handled myself, obviously. Yeah. And. uh yeah, you have that non-junky era too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, if I'm doing business, I'm not gonna fucking act like a junkie, and I really wasn't one at that point. <laughs> yeah, that was my gradual descent back into opiateism. And junkie, you know, I still don't like that word. I don't like that word at all. Cause I don't steal. I don't sell. I my wasn't. Ass. A, I wasn't a fucking low bottom dopey. Yeah. I could always afford it. Drug addict, yes. Hardcore addict, yes. Junkie, but I think. To is me, junkie more implies you can't mm-hmm. afford your habit. Yeah. Or you're, you're doing shit. Yeah. Or you're ripping and running every day to yeah. fucking get your to yeah. get your fucking shot. Like we ain't standing on the fucking corner trying to scrounge up ten bucks every day. Yeah. No, I would never panhandle. I never. I never really have. No. I have never once and never will. Not that it's a bad thing or. You know, yeah, something. I get it. Yeah, it's just... I don't give you panhandlers money, though, because I know you're spending them on drugs yeah. versus food, because I know it's too many of you people. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, sad part is... There are some legit, but... I don't really have many friends that use opiates anymore. No. Because most of the ones that did have died. Or are clean now. Then I've always hit it. Yeah, yeah I've definitely been a great... Hider, and especially I was sober for so many years that no one really ever even knew. Everyone fucking just. I know I sound fucked up, but I'm dead sober. This is this is like his accent. This yeah, this is my fucking. People say I have that California surfer accent, which I have lived in SoCal before. Um, actually, I got a. Did I tell you I got a letter from uh, LA County? They tracked me down. When? Fucking. At, in Colorado? Yeah, they tracked me down and told me I owe them for the fucking ambulance and hospital ride. Oh, you tell me that, yeah. From yeah, what yeah, I yeah, OD'd. Yeah, 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 I thought you were talking about your other shit. Oh, no, that's Oakland. I'm thinking I'm lost in the system. We'll just not, we'll just mull over that. <laughs> yeah. We'll know in November. But, don't worry, I'll fucking. If I have to go to jail, I'll fucking I'll still podcast from jail. <laughs> I got friends in I got friends doing time that got Instagram accounts. Oh yeah, Facebook accounts. Exactly. I was just blows my mind when my sister's in Facebooking. What's your sister up to? In. Is she in? <laughs> yeah. At least she's alive. Oh yeah. In fact, she hasn't been murdered yet. It's pretty. Big, actually. Yeah. yeah, she's more in southern 
Colorado. But still, she's in the end, so I don't mean shit. Boys are still down there. Yeah, they're they're more th- they're thicker down there than they oh, are. Oh yeah, north. Well, Canyon City, fucking. Oh yeah. She's not in Canyon City, but one of those lady facilities yeah, out that way. Yeah. <coughs> I thankfully have never actually been in the pen. I thankfully have never been once. I have, even in a holding cell. I've done many a holding cells. I've done nights overnights. I've done week, a week at a time, a couple months at a time. But that was the most, was a couple months. When I went to the hospital <laughs> the last time, <clears throat> I gave them my history. They were baffled how I've never picked up a drug charge. I can't believe you never have. Grinding since I was 13. Like, I've had fucking... Pretty, almost, pretty much federal-level distribution charges put against me. I mean, I could have a billion times. But... Back in the day. Knocking on wood. That's what scares me about cold copper. Yeah, no. Fuck yeah. Because you never know which corners are already indicted and fucking... Yeah. You know, so going on this Google research of your local area, so this one kid I used to um, know in college, he moved from Gunnison, Colorado to Northern California. He got hired by someone to grow pot on the farm, you know, like be the caretaker. He got bored up there on the farm and Googled where in Humboldt County if people go and cop drugs. And he had never done heroin before. Yeah. He'd done, you know, pills and shit, but he Googled his heroin habit. That's how fucking Wavy Crazy did it. Really? Yeah. He was on Pill Hill trying to get uh, benzos. He got hooked up with opiates. Well, I mean, I remember, fuck, with that fucking old, that old Burger King fucking... Yeah, Civic Center, you fucking walk up those stairs, you got people saying morphine and fucking yeah, and all yeah. kind of shit too. Yeah. And it's been times I've paid 20 bucks for 80s before. Yeah. And literally, Talk about a bad and In that neighborhood, fucking cops sell drugs. Yeah. You can buy crack from the police. Um, that'd be the Tenderloin area of San Francisco. Very notorious opiate epicenter. Which I'm I'm excited to go to Cincinnati. Speaking yeah. of, as um as a drug tourist, I'm taking to my hoods. It will be nice. It will be interesting to see ground zero of this <laughs> newfound heroin epidemic. Because you know, this big after the Vietnam War, which goes back to what I was talking about with being bored and doing drugs because of that is all the veterans didn't come back heroin addicts. No, they that's came, they part came of back. that study, too. Yeah, they came back, and they went back to their lives. Most of them. You know, yeah, yeah. Fuck, if not, I was in the jungle and the shit, I'd be shooting shit, too. I read, um, like, two months ago, a bunch, um, like, seven soldiers in Wyoming, I think it was, that were guarding some installation. They all got in trouble on LSD charges, so they're out in the middle <laughs> of the woods just getting fucking high as shit. <laughs> So, Semper Fi, motherfucker. One of the only 
generations in my family who's never been in armed service. It's quite a hot topic growing up. And then I turned 18 and became a felon. <laughs> Didn't have to worry about it after that. However, I do think they've restructured those rules now because now I just think I'm too old. Yeah, lots of interesting stuff happening in research of um, addiction and because what we know about the brain is changing vastly every day. And it's only getting more true as time goes on. And uh, artificial intelligence is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, which is really scary. Artificial intelligence is in everything now. Um, when you go in Walmart, you got facial recognition. When you go to China, fucking new social casting system, fucking flip someone off, you get negative 30 points. I believe you only start out with 1,500 and they dock people right off the beginning. Yeah. One guy, three weeks after it started, couldn't take a flight. Yeah. I do not agree. I hate to interrupt the podcast. I have a friend that wants to meet me for a drink. This place where we might be able to get rid of some water. Anyways. I don't really feel like going on. I just ate four Tylenol PMs. <laughs> trying to get fucked up on diphenhydramine. <laughs> I'm not really, I'm just trying to sleep. You take those, uh... I, I'm gonna probably take those trazodones, too. Took six trazodones last night. Both did? At ten at night, and didn't fall asleep until nine in the morning. Yeah, I didn't sleep until, like, three and a half hours later, so... It didn't work on me, either. And I was having such a bad panic attack all night long. Restless leg, fucking, I was yelling, I was punching shit. It was, it was ugly. However, I'm over the sweats and things like that. Now it's all just mental shit. And learning how to cope with like the real world and stuff. Emotions and feelings and that sort of thing. Not typically too good at that sort of stuff. Except when you get me off the drugs. Then for the first few days, I'm a super whiny pussy. But then I regain my composure and I turn into the not really give a fuck about much person speaking to me now. And I don't think I always talked like this. I've heard you say in the past because of Molly. Yeah, I feel ketamine um, knocked me down a few um, (laughs) intelligence levels. Um, Ketamine was harder to kick than dope was. Um, Because with ketamine, you're not just blocking out the stimuli around you. You're creating all new stimuli in a dissociative state. So you literally have to learn how to live in the real world again. 
And that's really hard. Uh, if I was doing like an ounce K a week, like a year, um, has led to, did lead to some permanent bladder problems. Um, they've gotten a little better as I've gone a few years without using K. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not against it. I'm against abusing it. Oh, yeah. And the, the medical things they're dealing with K right now is amazing. I mean, a new center just got set up in Denver, Colorado called um, Ketamine Wellness Center or something, and it's um, ketamine treatment for depression and addiction therapy. Mm -hmm. And it's where they give you low doses of ketamine while introducing different stimuli to you to try to retrain your brain kind of thing. I think there's lots of stuff going on in the brain world, in the addiction world right now. To, more than I know about. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know it all. Please don't. Um, if you guys have any studies or anything like that that you feel I should check out, please send it. I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, love to click it. Um, So Night Rider might go to the bar. <laughs> uh, Night Rider, OG, uh, OG unknown. Yeah, that's good. OG unknown. On Reddit, I'm OG winner. Um, You're giving away your identities. <laughs> well, I've been doing that every episode. Yeah, that's true. And I just posted it to 54,000 people um, right before this episode. Very true. Very true. So. Maybe that'll get us a uh, few upvotes. Upvotes. I mean, hell. If it took off, we could even be on the upvoted podcast. Yeah. Or a fucking This American Life. Or yeah. who knows? You know, the world of podcasts is crazy right now. It's a really interesting time to be alive. If you think about it, just because of so much going on versus times in the past where things aren't moving as fast. Right now, the, the education world is just moving exponentially faster and more advanced than it ever was before. I think a decent job for me would be a drug counselor, but I think you have to be all the way sober to do that. Um, probably get some sort of certification. Um, but I believe I'd be good at it because I know how to talk to people who are in that position. I don't always, I'm not this, I'm not always this lackadaisical with my views. You know, if someone comes to me and they're telling me that they need to recover and get clean, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, relapse is around the corner. I'm going to support that person fucking fully. You know, like, I might joke about it, but it is a serious topic, and I'm sure I've offended some people. That's the world. Um... <clears throat> I don't know, it's kind of a, I'm at kind of a crossroads about what to do next. Um, 
kind of got the next couple weeks kind of planned out a little bit, structured anyway. And I'll kind of reevaluate after that. I need to call my old boss tomorrow and see if I have to be back in Colorado for a certain event. And if so, I need to buy a fucking plane ticket. What? I was just saying I need to check to see if I need to fucking work in two weeks. Where? Well, oh. You know, I mean, it's a thousand dollar check. Yeah. Because um, I would just fly to the airport and then have one of my bosses pick me up and just go down and stay the whole time on the grounds. Yeah. Get, you know, five, six days of fucking working. And I mean, last year I did a 36 hour shift. After that, I was dead. I'm not that stoked about the lineup this year. No? I haven't even looked. Rich, and Nightmare and Wax. And I like Nightmare and Wax. Um, keys and Crates. As far as like a full size headliner, the it's nothing. It's not there. You know, last year we had Tipper. Yeah. Not a big fan of the fucking wobbly alien bass music that much, but yeah. a lot of people are. A lot of my friends are. I work a lot of that shit. So as we've talked about before, I am a security guard uh, for musical events. I might get to go play consultant in September in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, Would you roll me down there? Where is it? It's across the bridge. I'm just really wanting to make money. So I'm scared that I'll go down in there and just spend money. <laughs> See, that's probably what would happen. Could get this girl to buy all my drinks. <laughs> you got it. Work it. Well, seems like that might be where we end it today. <laughs> Where is Knight Rider going? Uh, is he going or is he staying? Tune in next time. And we'll let you know what happens. On Knight Rider present Knight Rider <laughs> and OG Unknown presents recreational recoveries and relapses. So thank you everyone for giving us a listen. Um, Give us a fave, an applause, and send us a voice message. Yeah, tell, tell us how stupid great, wonderful, ridiculous, 
requests or any suggestions you yeah. might have. We're open. So thank you, everyone. Redditors, thank you. Um, keep clicking that upvote button. And uh, we will see you probably tomorrow, possibly the next day. Peace out. Later. Later.